Welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, an integrative health podcast by Center for New Medicine. We created the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast as an extension of our mission to educate and empower individuals along their health journey. This integrative health podcast will bring you in-depth expert interviews on a plethora of health topics. Tune in bi-weekly for interviews on how to create a non-toxic lifestyle, integrative approaches to treating complex health concerns like diabetes, Lyme's, Hashimoto's, Crohn's, adrenal fatigue, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, cancer prevention, early cancer detection, integrative cancer treatments, and so much more. Through the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, we hope to provide cutting-edge, science-based information you can use to create a happier and healthier life for you and your loved ones. Alana, welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes. And today we're going to be talking all about your beauty routine because we got so many questions about it on Instagram. But although you probably don't need any introduction, can you just tell us who you are and what it's like to be the daughter of a cancer doctor? Yeah, sure. So I am Dr. Keneally's daughter. Um, It is amazing. I think I've just learned so many things over the years from mom and having her at home and it like someone to call no matter what the health issue is has definitely been the most enlightening experience of my life so I'm excited to share some of the tricks she's taught me and some of the like I am totally into it too and can share how I've experimented with my skin too yeah I think people are always so curious to know like you know Dr. Keneally shares all the time on her Instagram all the things she's doing and I think it's natural for people to go hmm, I wonder if her family does that stuff too or if they haven't really like bought into it. But the cool thing is that everything she teaches is so science-based, it's almost common sense. And so it's so totally. cool to hear that you and your family and all her kids are just just yeah. so on the same page. Totally. It's all like very intuitive what she says and um, so happy to share. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive into it. You said <laughs> You said your routine's gotten... A little more intense, a little more right. out there. So I, since I posted that video, I when I filmed it, I think it's, I've kind of even made it more simple, but I guess by simple, I think simple is kind of extreme now, I guess, because everyone has like a 15 step, thousand dollar skincare routine, but I'll just jump right in. So when I wake up, I, well, I'm not going to dig into the shampoo yet because I, I don't want to scare people off, but <laughs> uh, when I shower, I do not use any sort of like conventional soaps. I'll just start with the shower because that's where I'm thinking how you kind of your routine starts. Um, I have right here what I bring and it, it or what I use and it is actually just coconut cream that I buy from Whole Foods. And so I soap has like a ton of crazy ingredients that we don't even recognize are in there. So this is something you could actually eat. I mean, you buy it at Whole Foods. Put it in a mason jar, a glass mason jar, and this is actually my conditioner and my body wash. Now for soap, if I'm using, um, if I have to shave my legs, I will buy uh, old-fashioned soap from Etsy, and I can link if yeah, people yeah. want that. Um, but it's like really simple ingredients, like olive oil. So then when I get out of the shower, um, I just pretty much do just basic tallow, and I have that here too. Okay, wait, hold on, because I need to ask more about this coconut cream. So oh, yeah. is this literally like, like a can of coconut yes. cream that you like? 
use a can opener to open and then you pour it in the jar. Yes, so this is exactly that. You put it in a glass mason jar, leave it in your um, shower, and when it starts to ferment, you can actually use it as laundry soap. So that's what I do. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I open it up and um, in the shower and it's creamy, it smells delicious. Put it on your body and then also it's great for conditioner. And oh shampoo. Some people gosh. use that shampoo too, but I have a different uh, shampoo thing oh that we can dig into. I have to try that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you can take like it home. your arm while you're washing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Licking your fingers. So that's kind of funny because we, we were laughing too is how like you have an edible skincare routine. And I, I definitely think that's true because everything you put in your body, you put inside you. So when I see like people applying like crazy ingredients and stuff, you know, there's a reason the birth control patches exist and, you know, topical medication exists because it all goes into your system. So um, we, you know, I just want to be conscious of the accumulation of those kind of toxins and chemicals that we put into our body. Um, and, you know, I like focusing on kind of the history of what's been used in the past because modernity, like our society's only been here for a little bit, but we have co-evolved in these, in these really special ways in the past. And we want to look to our ancestors for the kind of wisdom they provided. And one of the things they did was a lot of tallow salve on their skin. So I used to use a normal sort of moisturizer. I mean, not normal. It was always like a spa grade moisturizer, but those ingredients, they still, you know, have alcohol in it, have glycerin in it. So I have never turned back when I switched to tallow. And I use any kind just bison or beef tallow buy it online and um comes in glass and yeah i just put my hands in it and i put it all over my face right when i get out of the shower because the hot water it dries your skin out so much you know when you get out of the pool it's so dry so this is purely from a moisture standpoint and um the great thing about it is you know the animal so tallow is warmed up suet from an animal and wait wait warmed up what suet it's like the inner you know the fatty part um, <laughs> and it's warmed and you and you you warm it and it you know it produces this beautiful thick um fatty substance and it, it never perishes really i mean it, it it'll take a few years um and so indians used to use it and native americans and um, yeah, so it's uh, been used for a long time. In fact, the word um, sebum, which is, you know, what we have on our skin, it actually means tallow in Latin. So it has a huge history to this. But the one thing is it's bioidentical to the cells on our skin. So it's like made up of saturated fats and unsaturated fats, which are very similar to what we have on our oh, skin. Wow. So your skin doesn't, your body doesn't recognize it as like an outsider the way it would, uh, you know, a even a plant oil or something it's completely compatible with your skin and it's not greasy and you just put it on and you feel like completely moisturized like wow you, yeah so you can try it and that was gonna be one of my questions is like for example me I tend to have greasy skin but particularly if now I've sort of figured out the balance of it uh -huh. all but if I eat too much animal product actually I tend to get really, really greasy but do you have anyone in your family who uses it who maybe has like a little bit of greasy skin obviously your skin is perfect so it doesn't make you break out <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I think I don't know I, you know I don't know about different kinds of oily skin but I will say you know the way your skin is I think having oily skin is a great thing um, because it's it's more moisturized mm -hmm. you know you see like the dry crackiness um, so I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing it's probably <laughs> your way your body's way of you know keeping you young and everything um, the other thing I will say is like in terms of making your skin oily is when we 
soap our skin all the time. You know, your skin is not a kitchen counter. It doesn't need to be cleaned all the time like that. It's actually this like beautiful ecosystem that's a host of all kinds of different bacteria and microorganisms. And when we're constantly like disrupting it with things, it can, you know, get us out of whack and out of our homeostasis and produce, you know, things like patchy skin or possibly dry skin or possibly oily skin. Um, so, you know, it's never just one factor. It's um, whole Mm-hmm. whole things that it could yeah. be but I've yeah I've never had someone be like your skin's too oily <laughs> I will say you have to get used to the scent a little bit um okay. which is why I used to use a little bit of essential oil in it but I don't do that anymore mm-hmm. because I don't yeah it's just too yeah. complicated and in the shower you use the coconut cream on your face a little bit I will you know I I, I will do a little bit of that um okay. kind of whatever you know put it all over mm-hmm. uh, yeah okay. I'm very liberal with it because it, it will perish and then do you just use the tallow on your face? I use it on my on my on my neck, on yeah, above above my breasts and just um anywhere. And then even maybe on my feet or wherever else is a little bit dry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. take us what's next from there? Um, we cleansed, we moisturized. Yeah, so we did the coconut cream. Well, I can take a step back and explain the shampoo part. So oh, okay, yeah. I have been I've never used like a conventional like Aveeno or, um, you know, even, I don't know, Garnier. Gar- exactly. Yeah. Um, number one, like these companies do not have your best interest in mind. And uh, I don't think, you know, they, they're here to create a profit, which is which is totally, you know, they have a right to do that. But I have to keep in mind that they're, they're, they're using ingredients that um, are cheap and um, are not necessarily healthy. And so for shampoo, I did start with a paraben free shampoo. Then I went to, you know, Etsy and when I've been using a goat milk aloe shampoo, um, but I still felt like my hair was a little dry. Um, and so what I've been doing is I heard from a friend of raw egg shampoo and which is, is not that uncommon because raw egg masks kind of exist. So what I'll do in the morning when I wake up is I'll scramble a raw egg oh my gosh, and okay. I'll put it on my hair <laughs> and I'll kind of do some other things while I'm doing that. Uh, so you like leave it, you leave it for just a few minutes. Okay. Like I'll get my vitamins ready and I'll get kind of other things ready and then I'll wash it off in the, uh, in the shower. And that has been a com- such a game changer for my hair. I'm never, I'm never, I don't think I'll ever go back, but I'll keep you guys updated. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is literally all you do? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. So I, I read about, I heard that from a friend and um, it feels, yeah, your hair finally wow. feels like normal. I feel Does your like. mom do that too? No, but she rarely washes her hair. Okay. Yeah. And I was washing it every single morning um, just because I like that feeling, but um, this has been, yeah, I really So how like often it. do you do this? Every, pretty much every other day. Okay. I'll do a raw egg. Yeah. Yes. And scramble it and then put my head over the sink and just let it sit for a while. You can put it on your face. Um, wow. yeah. Yeah. Cause you and your mom both have like such a luscious hair, but it's also so volumized. <laughs> and for me, like having super thin, limp blonde hair, I'm always like, oh. I just want that hair. Well, I think a lot of it is genetics. And with all of these things, yeah. uh, like, you know, balding tends to be a more genetic factor mm-hmm. and sometimes even wrinkles and everything. Not yeah. saying you can't maximize what you have, but uh, some things are like that. I don't have the same texture as my hair, as my mom's. Hers oh, okay. is very, a lot more horsier, like horse hair, which may have to do with her age. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. thank you. <laughs> and then you, you rinse that out and then you'll put a little bit of coconut cream. Yes. And do you do that all over your hair or just on the ends? 
Uh, just all over. Kind of just whatever I feel. I, you know, I'm not too rigid on anything just about <laughs> yeah. um but yeah anywhere really all over the hair with the coconut cream and then yeah but make sure you just you do a mild temperature with the water it is an egg so it's just don't boil it and then it'll scramble your hair wait a second hold on so you you like scramble the egg up but in, yeah in a, in a little you, mason in a little jar okay okay you're not cooking it though. no okay no. okay but you know the heat it's kind of a in joke, the shower but, yeah oh <laughs> God, I, got it. I was like wait a second you're putting a cooked scrambled egg in your hair <laughs> no, no it's i'm wrong. not following <laughs> okay <laughs> no 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 it's okay wrong. that would be and then do you put anything in it after you're done do you blow dry your hair no not usually um i just air dry it um try to go out in the sun, go outside and have it dry. But if I have an event or something to go, I'll blow dry it mm-hmm. and curl it. But I try not to apply too much heat or anything like that. But once in a while, yeah. yeah. I don't put anything else in it in terms of like an oil or anything mm-hmm. like that. If I were to, it'd probably be olive oil or um, this tallow. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, the same okay. ingredients. And that's the other thing too with these products is like you can't create a brand out of it because these are just like commodity you know these are just ingredients like one ingredient and uh that's what I kind of find too so fascinating too so like yeah you know these big brands are kind of making up ingredients in a way and um that may or may not work but this stuff you can't you can't do that you can't go on the stock exchange with a tallow brand you know yeah 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 and that's why maybe it doesn't exist. It's, it'd right. just be hard to make it profitable. Exactly. I guess, in a Where sense. would like your marketing? It 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 would be a fee. Um, and then the other thing is is like each batch is going to be a little bit different, mm-hmm. and so you can't mass produce these kind of things. And yeah. and that kind of goes back to like localism and like farmers markets and and really being part of nature. And all of this is is part of nature. And it's like nearest to it. Like everything is a chemical. I'm not saying you shouldn't you know, you should avoid chemicals, but you should understand that the farther away a product is from nature, the the golden rule is the less, you know, native it is to your skin, to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, olive oil obviously doesn't show up like that. It is, it takes one step to get there. It's pressed, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not saying you shouldn't use olive oil, but I'm saying as close as you can to get to nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you say, I don't remember, did you say you get the tallow at Whole Foods too? Um, I buy this online usually. Okay. This one's by Fatworks, but um, just make sure it's, I mean, I like it 100% grass-fed and this is 100% grass-fed pastured bison tallow. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure we link that, ex- that yeah, exact I one. <laughs> I'm sure people will have to try this. I mean, I'm going to give it a try. Okay. Even though I tend to have oily skin, it might I don't know. So at a minimum, use it for lip gloss. I okay. Yes, definitely. That is, or if your cuticles are dry, any sort of salve you need. Um, might be saying that wrong. Salve. Um, <laughs> uh, just try it out, like in small amounts. That's actually how I started out. Is just um, using it on my lips, and was like, wow. And now I just like do a huge scoop and <laughs> lather it all over, and your skin will stay hydrated all day. It won't feel greasy, and um, it's definitely the best. Thing. I will never go back to any other sort of cream. And I can attest, being here in the office, you always got your little like mini <laughs> lip gloss of tallow that you're just like scooping onto your lips. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then anything else in the morning? What about... So the next thing people were kind of curious about is if I use sunscreen. Okay. And I do not own sunscreen or have sunscreen because I work inside all day. So the times I am outside is for walks, 15 minute walks. But the other thing is that we have to understand about sunscreen. It is 
filled with known carcinogens and these all enter into our blood supply and you know into our body in general so and, and then the you know it's it's a bigger question of like villainizing part of nature and part of something that we've co-evolved with for mm -hmm. so many years and to shun you know what gives us energy and gives us life is to shun nature it's just shun it's just shun everything you know it's it's so and it's so anti-living mm -hmm. um to be afraid of the sun um to not understand how it's literally part of every single function in our body and um you know wearing sunscreen all the time and when you're inside is not natural it's mm -hmm. it's not and so the, the main thing with sun is you want to avoid intermittent extremes so you you want to have like a normal cadence of always being in the sun mm -hmm. so your body is you know naturalized to it equipped for it um but the second you get a crazy sunburn that's a traumatic event for your body and that of course needs to be avoided um like any sort of big you know you know it's it's too it's too intense for the body the sun itself is very hormetic it has um you know puts a little stress on your body but that is actually healthy for you because it increases your cellular defense systems just in the same way we work out obviously mm. lifting weights is a little stress but we do it because it you know it makes our body stronger um so you know we need vitamin d and um, I think if you are going to be outside for long periods of times, so this is what I would do. Um, I would wear a shirt. Um, I would wear, you know, protective clothing, a hat. Mm. Uh, you know, Chinese farmers have been wearing hats for hundreds of years. That's a totally normal thing to do. Um, the other thing I would do is, you know, be be conscientious of yourself. Like if you're starting to burn, that's how your body delivers its messages to get out of the sun. Um, so, you know, you're, you're constantly getting feedback from your body that we should listen to. The other thing is coconut oil does have an SPF of about five. So that could be a great alternative. And then there are some brands out there that do a pretty good job of, um, there's this one called Sunken um, uh, that I've seen that's pretty good in terms of um, as far as ingredients can go. So that's what I would do if you're going to be outside for a long period of time. Um, yeah, and so I think it's becoming more comfortable with the idea that the sun isn't evil. In fact, you know, when, and then the next question is, okay, well, what about skin cancer? Well, skin cancer is not necessarily just caused by the sun. Um, you know, if you look at these countries that don't get very much sun, like Norway, has one of the highest rates of skin cancer. Mm. So it's actually, if you are deficient in vitamin D, you are more likely to get cancer. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it's all these kind of like, it's kind of a paradox of all these things. But um, yeah, I, I don't think skin cancer um, is necessarily, they've shown that it's not, it's not really even um, that heavily linked to the sun, <laughs> but rather with being vitamin D deficient. And yeah. we know this because melanoma, well, melanoma happens often on your feet. That's one of the, you know, 15% oh. of cases are on your feet. Well, your feet don't get a lot of sun. Mm -hmm. um, so they've shown that it actually has to do more with the release of nitric oxide, like from medications in your body. So it could be um, inflammation in all different ways that kind of are exasperated on your skin. Um, the other thing I've seen is that like, Skin cancer, if you get skin cancer that's not melanoma, you may be less likely to get other types of skin cancer, I mean, other types of cancers. Oh, okay. Which is, a, you know, a hard thing for the brain to even understand. Like, that's not simple. Well, okay, I'm getting skin cancer, but I'm less likely to get stomach cancer. Well, you're outside a lot, 
and you might mm. be moving a lot. So okay. it's like so much more complicated than just stay out of the sun, it'll cause skin cancer. Because yeah. now we know most of the population is vitamin D deficient and you should supplement if you can't get vitamin D or you live in a, you know, a place that doesn't get any sun. But the first step would be to understand just how important it is and how you know, being in nature is, is so important for your mental health and will in turn improve your skin health and your mental health. You know, yeah. it's just so all of it. Yeah. I mean, your sleep, there's so many things connected to it, but like a couple things I want to point out is, first of all, I remember a study that I was going through too, that said, actually, since sunscreen use has increased, I believe skin cancer rates have increased by like 5% per year or something mm-hmm. like that. Don't quote me exactly on that, but it was just interesting to see yeah. that actually the more people started using sunscreen, the, the higher skin cancer rates went up. So that's just to add to your point that we've right. really demonized one small factor that yeah. is related to skin cancer. And we've sort of made it, well, this is the only way you'll get skin cancer. Right. And that's really just not the case. Right. And then, you know, it's just like natural when you see someone, you're okay, you're every girl I know, me too. I'm like, I look so much better with a tan. <laughs> yeah. what, because it is better, because it is healthier. When we think of like the quintessential healthy person, they're like ripped and tan <laughs> and happy and outside, you know, like <laughs> these things we like naturally know are true. But then you have like dermatologists being, like oh you need to stay out of the sun and they themselves look like a corpse you know yeah (laughs) yeah but then the other thing I wanted to touch on was you said we kind of have to build our tolerance and actually there's a lot of studies to support that that if you start by going outside for just 10 minutes a day and then the next week maybe you do two 10 minutes you will start to build up your tolerance Mm -hmm. and your skin will start to produce more protective um, melanin right to protect yeah. you from burns yeah and the other really important thing on that note is your diet affects how you react to the sun so if you eat a lot of like canola oil polyunsaturated fatty acids those specifically have been shown to worsen sunburns because mm. they are very unstable compounds and they oxidize and they you know they cause a worse sunburn so your diet really affects how you're going to react to the sun so you that is number one obviously you need to be nourished in order for all of these things to work perfectly in harmony Mm -hmm. so So. don't eat potato chips at the beach yeah (laughs) for sure because i mean i think potato chips if they're not i mean it's impossible not to find like a non-canola oiled potato chip (laughs) so yeah that's a good rule of thumb for sure (laughs) yeah that's a good point though it's just you it's it's not you you want to avoid intermittent sun Mm -hmm. exposure it's really about consistent um, consistently getting vitamin D on your skin and not not even immediately washing it off because it'll last there for for like 24 hours I believe so um, don't oh, even wow. wash it off yeah um, so yeah you want to make sure it's it's getting all on you and the other thing too is like we're all working inside and windows although I think they're lovely and like I think there's something to be said about looking outside um you will be blocking uvb rays and only getting uva rays Mm -hmm. while the uvb ones are the ones that produce vitamin d and help our skin so it's um you know you see those pictures of like truck drivers um that have all you know their faces all kind of distorted uh, like it's not symmetrical um from the wrinkles but a lot of that number one their diet is not you know harnessing the powers of the sun the way it should be and number two they're not you know they're not getting the proper uh 
balance balance of rays Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think people because I talk about this often on my social media and just in with friends but I think people feel like it's so hard to get sunshine because we work inside all day but especially now that many of us are working from home but even if you're working in an office I like to tell people set an alarm mine is goes off every single hour and I Mm. go outside for five minutes now that may not be realistic for everyone but Maybe you have an alarm that goes off every two hours and you literally go outside for two minutes and come back in. But it will make such a difference, not just in your immune function, not just in your ability to withstand the sun longer, but in your mood, in Mm -hmm. your focus, in your sleep. I mean, in your digestion. It just, as you said, like we have evolved to work coherently with the sun we cannot cut this from our lives right right i mean yeah nothing fungi grows in darkness actually so (laughs) it's true you know we're not meant to to be in the dark and i think i i was just there's a lot of tiktok uh dermatologists and i i don't even think they look good you know like (laughs) i i i don't think so at all i think the surfer that's like 60 that with his wife and kids that's enjoying his his life and his family outside looks healthy and happy to me yeah (laughs) when we've sort of boiled good skincare down to basically like having no wrinkles and no blemishes and again that's really just that's that doesn't point to a healthy person it's like the same thing with we think skinny people must be healthy when in reality you can be skinny but be very very unhealthy so well, yeah we we get hooked on to these sort of images of what health looks like but yeah the the older gentleman who does have wrinkles yeah because he's outside all the time doesn't mean he's unhealthy in fact he's probably much healthier so than actually the crystal clear dermatologist like, that is just such a good point because beauty is never ever about perfect symmetry or no wrinkles actually we all recognize that person that's purely radiating joy and love from a deeper energy within and it doesn't even matter if they have a forward forehead wrinkle we can our eye recognizes it as a glow as beautiful mm. and so these things are never you know hit, they're never you can't buy them you can't touch them they're hidden in life's secret ways these elixirs are are not through a cream you buy they're actually through you know a, a love of the world despite its 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 flaws it's a love of yourself it's a love of existence it's it's nature it's passion it's immersion so i think my mom dr neely is a perfect example because she's almost 64 and uh she you know this it's not a cream you buy it's something you embody mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's thriving in your own god-given nature you know yeah. so i i totally that's just such a good point because you know as we're probably going to talk about botox and stuff i think we take a step back and we recognize that it's never about that toner or the serum it's mm-hmm. about like who you are inside and 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 who you are in your heart and how you have mental peace every day because the second we are anxious or angry um it wears itself on your face. Yeah, and I think too, I mean, since we're just going here and then we'll, we'll bring it back, but we're going on a just, tangent that yeah. I really like. <laughs> but I think too, it's sort of like eventually that inner turmoil or that unrest or that dis-ease is going to portray itself. Even if you have a beautiful face that you've figured out a way to keep in perfection, plastic surgery, whatever, all the things, it, it might get you in, it might get people to like you initially, mm-hmm. but why? Why, like, if we go to the root of why do we want to look a certain way, 
it's about acceptance. It's yeah. about fitting in. And right. when we go exactly to the point that you're making of maybe having that perfect body and perfect face gets you into the circle of friends or the parties or whatever, but that inner turmoil is going to come out eventually. And then we're going to end up right back where we started, which is people won't want to be in our company no matter right. how beautiful we look right. because they're sensing yeah. that turmoil. And so, yeah, it's, I mean, and Dr. C talks about this all the time. You can't skip the emotional part of health. Totally. So totally. I totally agree. I mean, and, and two, um, it's so much what's inside. Like we, we always say, oh, wow, she has a pregnant glow. Well, you know, she didn't change anything. She is she's literally doing the most sacred act of life, which is producing more life. And so, you know, it's, it's all, it's all so much what's within Mm -hmm. is who we, you know, radiate. Yeah. Um, And that's, and that's not uh, an Avena lotion. (laughs) You can't can't buy it. It's just, it's deep within you. Yeah. You know, I love that. (laughs) Okay. So one more thing in the morning routine. Um, Let's talk about makeup. Yes. So, this is a tough one because I have been searching for like an actually good makeup brand. And I think this closest I've gotten is the brand 100% Pure. They have pretty good like fruit-based kind of ingredients. I wouldn't say they're great, but I did try. I've been buying a bunch of different things from Etsy for a while now. And I've recently tried this like charcoal mascara, but it's reminded me that okay, you put on like a L'Oreal mascara and your eyelashes are like perfect. Well, this is not like that at all. It's like clumpy and doesn't last all day. And it's like (laughs) completely reminded me that like actually nothing's supposed to be like that L'Oreal perfect last all day, amazing mascara. So it's like this give and take of like, you know, what battles do I want to fight? Do I want the perfect eyelash? But it's a good reminder that um, if we were really following uh, a truly like, healthy makeup routine um you you wouldn't get that kind of uh like it wouldn't be perfect which is is kind of a reflection of the way life is you know yeah yeah and we just we probably wouldn't be putting anything on right you know people like me who have invisible eyebrows would just have (laughs) invisible eyebrows (laughs) no but there there are ways you can like you know this like i said this is like using charcoal and coconut oil so when i use more of it like i will report back and let you know on the makeup brands um but so during the day most days i do not wear foundation um if i have something to do i'll put it on um and i like the brand 100 percent pure but most days I just let the skin breathe and don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it also goes back to just like wanting to embrace your face and yeah. be okay. And I, I think ultimately, like the ultimate form of enlightenment would be like forgetting this conversation and being like, <laughs> I don't need any of this. All of this is dumb because what am I really doing this for? You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, I like, I like how makeup is kind of like a special occasion kind of thing too. Yeah. Um, makes it that much more special. But yeah, from an everyday thing, I'll just put on mascara that is it mm-hmm. yes. yeah yeah I completely agree normally I don't wear anything on the face my daily is mascara and eyebrows yeah yeah <laughs> you look really good thank <laughs> and I use labella donna oh, have cool. you heard of them no. okay yeah and it's out. it's a 
clean brand too. Although I'll ha- I want to look up the one that you mentioned. Yeah. When when and when you actually look them up, you're like, you really can't get anything quality anywhere these days. You can't get food without chemicals. You can't even if it says it has chemicals. And then the bigger the company gets, you know, the more they have to diminish the quality of the product as they try to compete. You know, especially a beauty brand compete. You know, have to have a lower price. So, um, I don't trust any anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the nice thing is you always go back to basics of going through the ingredients. Totally. And I, it's so easy for us to hone in on like one keyword. Like it says organic or it says mm-hmm. gluten-free or it says, mm-hmm. it says natural oil. fragrance. Yeah. And yeah. then we sort of just automatically go, oh, well, it must be a good product. But then, oh my, I can't tell you how many times I've done this and I just shake my head at myself. But then <laughs> you, know. you get home and it says 100% natural fragrance, but it still has sodium lauryl sulfate in it yeah and you're like okay yeah when I found out my favorite lipstick had um vegetable oil in it I yeah it was a sad day for me <laughs> I was I I couldn't believe it I, I I and I should you know I should have known yeah exactly you just assume you it's better to assume these companies do not have your best interest in mind because they honestly don't whether whether it's intentional or whether it's just ignorant I, they do you know I, I don't blame them it's just we have to take it back from them and then the other thing is is like this isn't living in fear. It, these are everyday items that I want to use because it, it makes my life invigorated. It, mm. it, I, I, I even buy my makeup brushes from this guy who um, makes hand wooden uh, beautiful items because yeah, I, I like my items to be something special and lovely. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all about just this sounds so cliche, but like the circle of life, like we want to give back and support each other. I love that basically everything you get is from local, from the farmer's market or from Etsy, maybe the occasional thing from Whole Foods, but it's so neat. Yeah. I think the next step would be making my own makeup, but I, I don't have, I don't have the the time, but I also, I mean, I, these Etsy brands, you know, this is what people like to do and I know I'm supporting them, but I haven't, once I find good brands, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Okay. We'll do a follow-up episode. Yeah. I can also talk about toothpaste really quick. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Because I know mom has her own, Dr. Neely has her own toothpaste, uh, rhythm but i've come up with my own proprietary (laughs) blend so what i've been doing i I, with the eggshells of the um shampoo i will save the eggshells and i will boil them oh my god okay (laughs) hold on to your seats guys (laughs) and i will bake them um and then i will let the, the, the baking allows it to dry and then i'll grind them in my coffee grinder and then um I will mix it with coconut oil. So that's been my recent toothpaste. I used to use, you know, Tom's, nothing, of course, nothing with fluoride. Um, but when you do read, I just, I don't need anything sweet in my mouth when I when I use toothpaste. And, and Tom's uses xylitol and all, you know, many of these other natural toothpaste brands use it. And there's no reason I need that. Yeah. So I started making it and the, the, um, the, uh, the, the eggshell can really help with calcification and you know remineralization of your of your teeth and mammal so that's what I've been doing with just a mix of coconut oil the only thing is it kind of hardens the coconut oil so (laughs) with all of these things you have a little cost like you know I think it makes things fun like imagine sharing this with my future family and like this is our little special tradition then you come up with your own like this is it's kind of cool but I'm not saying you get a perfectly clean feeling sweet mouth yeah (laughs) yeah exactly okay so can we get some specifics here 
how you it's one eggshell no so i'll right? do a bunch of eggs. oh okay you'll do shells. a bunch of eggs eggshells yeah. you like save them up mm-hmm. and then you boil them boil and then bake mm-hmm. okay just i mean just a, the boiling's more for just sanitation yeah. and i'll quickly bake them just to dry it off really oh okay so i can do it really all in one okay sitting. so the timing the timing out of it all isn't super critical no no um and then you just grind it up real quick and it creates this like fine powder um, I think there's also record of this is how they would have probably done it before. Mm-hmm. I also really like the fact of like not wasting things. Um, this will be way more eco-friendly than any of these like natural brands that are like covered in cardboard. There's no waste. Like, you know, when this when this coconut cream ferments, I'll put it in my laundry. Like it's 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 all kind of intuitive (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh i love it though and it does like it sounds so extensive and it sounds so extra but i mean that's why we are destroying our planet now because it's it's easier Mm -hmm. and right now we're in an age of like we just want to get things done faster and efficiency and ease and there's a real heavy price to that totally the reverse is when we start caring and reusing things and not creating waste it does take more time and energy from us, but I really think that's a price I'm willing to pay mm-hmm. to keep this planet that I love so much going much longer. Totally. And, you know, it's you only do have one body to live in, and we, ha- we can't avoid every chemical, but we can kind of take the power back into our own houses and our own homes, making mm-hmm. it at home, making it part of, you know, a ritual or tradition. It's it's never trivial, you know. These things are they make a powerful impact on your life, and I, I think you definitely will feel just so 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 good, you know, in so many different ways. Um, and also, like, who wants to be part of this mass market machine of like going to Target and buying Cerave? Yeah, like, who who wants that? What everyone else does? Yeah, and it's hard. I know at the end of the day, people just want products that work. Yeah, but it's you know it's hard. Sometimes it just takes listening to a podcast like this you know it just all you can do is hopefully be that person's exposure to something different and I think that's really what we're trying to do here is not not demonize anyone or anything but just share a different perspective and if you like it take it if you don't leave it right you know totally totally that's a good point and someone commented on the video of my skincare and was like wow this is a these are some major red flags and they like tagged a really popular tiktok dermatologist or something i'm like he has some major red flags <laughs> to me like it's funny you say that because and it, and it just it just all like how you you know the lens of how you've you've experienced life bring you to these things um and so we should never you know judge someone for using CeraVe I was kind of just a joke but yeah, yeah. um uh you know and we just share these experiences and kind of because it's fun you yeah know? yeah exactly okay so now we're gonna dive into a little like a quick little Q&A because we did get some questions on Instagram but I do want to ask about your nighttime routine now so it's the, it's the exact same. Okay. Um, I do shower when I get into bed. I love, I like, like, like bathing is, has a very historical place in uh, history. Like in, in Japanese people, um, they often force bathe. They have baths in their home. And when I went to Japan, I loved bathing. So I, I, I do bathe um, when I get home. And it's kind of like, 
just a way to say like good night to your body and the world and then when i get out i will put more tallow on and then <laughs> and then i just go to bed um the other thing that someone asked about was deodorant and i do not use deodorant i use um magnesium spray oh, and okay. i will spray that under my arms and i think it's super important to remember that your armpits are a way of detoxing sweat chemicals it's communicating so if you have a terrible odor um it may be you know these are not these are this is feedback that you should address um my mom never wears deodorant and she smells amazing <laughs> i love the way she smells i just think she's she smells i wish i could smell her right now like she, a newborn baby <laughs> you just like want to smell her in right oh, gosh i want to go give her a hug because she smells so good never wears deodorant doesn't even put magnesium chloride under her armpits um, I used to use like a coconut oil based one, but I think you tend to like just keep going down this hill and wanting to just be like completely simple and free. And yeah. so I use magnesium yeah. chloride and you can get that anywhere. You okay. can make it. Okay. Like, do we sell that here? We do. Okay. We sell magnesium oh, chloride. Sure we link it then. Yeah. Okay. So that's on deodorant. And then nighttime. Yeah, that's it. I just put a bunch of tallow on my face. And then what about, cause in your video you showed the olive oil. So do you put that on your body? I do put that on my body occasionally. It kind of just depends what I feel like smelling like or what I feel like doing or okay. if I get out of the bath um, or whatever I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do olive oil, I'll do coconut oil, put it through my hair, either one of those. Um, I am never, yeah, those those coconut, olive oil, and tallow, I, those are the only three I pretty much stick to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The one thing with plant oils is like... They are, like I was saying, that tallow is bioidentical to our own skin, so it's very compatible, doesn't recognize it as a foreign outsider. But if it is a plant oil and it's like a chemical name, even though it's like, oh, in parentheses, comes from almonds or something, like it's still important uh, to know that that probably has gone through a very intense processing. Mm. Um, so coconut oil and olive oil are the few that I found that aren't, I think castor oil is pretty good too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's dive into some of the Q and A. Yeah. You walk us through what some of the main okay. questions were and we'll just, we'll, you know, I mean, we could probably spend a whole episode <laughs> on each answer, but we'll just kind of get through them <laughs> so i think one of the questions was um acne for young children and from mom's perspective dr neely's perspective you know they've studied a bunch of civilizations and most many of them like in papua new guinea do not have acne and it's in, so it's it's data to know that there could be um a reason they're having acne that isn't hormones and we've completely normalized being like oh you're young you're meant to have acne well not necessarily that's not the mindset you want to have because mm -hmm. that's not true for many other cultures it's true for us because we are on the western american you know standard american diet and so one thing on that is japanese people have fantastic skin and per they've linked it probably because they have such high omega-3 intake um, it also has been shown, so omega-3s have amazing effects on your body, but one of the things is it, it really calms you down. They've studied this mm -hmm. in dogs. Their aggression levels really go down. Well, it goes back to what we were saying. When you are calm, when you are at peace, when you are mentally ex okay, um, you, you tend to 
to be more beautiful. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of unexplainable, but it, it is explainable because possibly from what we're eating, when our cells are nourished, um, we our skin will be better. So for acne for young people i really think you know what they're feeding these kids it's 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 terrible it's goldfish it's um it's just processed grains it's you know it's sugar and stuff and mm-hmm. and we've like been like oh well they're kids you know they should eat whatever it's like these are such formative years no you don't you want your kids to be exceptional you want them yeah. to be eating omega 3s and that's you know it's 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 fermented veggies it's 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 meat it's 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 you know raw cheese it's raw milk so um all of these things like especially food for a young adult is so important mm. especially as their hormones start you know changing it's like that much more important to be um really nourishing every cell through yeah. food yeah 100 percent. the other question we got a lot was about botox I think it would be a complete, like, it wouldn't be reality if we said Botox is healthy, right? Like, Botox is a neuromodulator that freezes part of your brain so that the, the nerves don't fully connect, and it, and it, and it you know, it, um, it just completely um, freezes your face. Now, that being said, there hasn't been too many cases of things going completely awry because it is in such a small dose, but it's a chemical near your brain. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think it wouldn't be it just like people are asking that because they may want to an answer that's saying, oh, it's completely fine. I don't think that would be honest to say, but uh, they're also, you know, it is in a small amount and, you know, once the Botox breaks down, it's process through your kidneys um so that it could be putting stress in your on your body in some way again it's completely unnatural um but you know it goes back to what we we're saying about mental health i think not everything is about you know exactly doing everything healthy so in other ways we can get health through maybe liking your face more and that mm-hmm. might be achieved through botox so of course these like answers aren't black and white yeah um and you kind of have to feel it out and do what's right for you um and everyone's kind of different on that, you know? Yeah, and then if you do decide to do Botox, you can take into account, okay, maybe this will put extra stress on my kidneys so I can make, I can be sure to support my kidneys a little extra. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's I can all make about, eggshell toothpaste. Yeah, yeah it's all <laughs> about compensate. the balance. And maybe the balance is, okay, I am going to, in full consent and knowledge that this may not be the most healthy thing for me, I am going to use it, but with understanding potential side effects and ways that it can affect my body, I will then help negate those totally. with other actions. Totally. You do, yeah, you totally have to pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So the other big question was about hair dye. And I know mom, Dr. C, I mean, she's 64. She gets her hair dyed and kind of goes back to her saying where we pick and choose our battles in order to feel beautiful and that is fulfilling in its own in its own way but i think there are companies out there that now do a few paraben free um hair dyes um but no it's not in no way is it healthy um that would totally be intellectually dishonest because they are you know they're dyes they're these are heavy duty things that stick onto your hair and they mm-hmm. don't go away after washes um these are chemicals um the thing you can do is you know maybe just do half highlights maybe get it done a little bit less find a natural hair dye i know they sell them online ask your um hairdresser if she has a good option um 
one of those things you gotta pick and choose yeah yeah and then again going back to what we were saying of dr keneally probably does that's like probably the, the one or two maybe not totally natural healthy things she does and so it's like when the rest of your life is so clean and non-toxic and non like non-invasive mm-hmm. to the body you can get away right. with some of these things and it's not going to be detrimental to your health yeah one that's a good point because the body is incredibly resilient it, it's uh it's so strong and wise it really is and so it's it's about decreasing the bioaccumulation of all these toxins not necessarily being in total fear of them and in total absence of them right because that's it's really just not realistic but Mm -hmm. what we can do is reduce the chronic exposure to these things as much as possible i mean that's what chronic illness is it all comes from chronic inflammation which comes from this non-stop bombardment of toxins through our lifestyle so yeah yeah when we can start to get control of that then we can say all right most of this is pretty good. I'm gonna not cheat, but I'm gonna dye my hair knowingly, but keeping the rest of my life pretty safe. And I know Dr. C too, she talks all the time about every single day she's doing something mm-hmm. for detoxification to mm-hmm. support her body. And she just says, mm-hmm. even with her lifestyle, you have to be doing something every day to help your body eliminate the toxins that it's picking up. Yeah, I mean, we are now living in a chemical soup between like pesticides, glyphosate, uh, EMFs, everything. And it's just about being aware and being happy and doing the best you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cheesy, but those it's cheesy because it's, it's those, those adages, they're, um, they're, they're true. Yeah, and it's like, I think all we can do is we do the best we can. And then when we know better, we do better. Right. And that's really what it is. It's just this continual, okay, I learned something new. All right, let me apply that. Not, okay, I have to go apply 20 things at once, but let me do the best I can today. And then if I can add something else tomorrow or make another shift tomorrow, I'm going to do that. And and again, another thing that just inspires me so much about Dr. Keneally is that she never stops learning she's Mm -hmm. not like great finished Mm -hmm. medical school i'm the expert now i'm good Mm -hmm. it's always like no i want to stay up to date on every study i mean there's not a day goes by that she doesn't email us some study that just came out right well she approaches everything with an innocence that makes her the best cancer doctor in the world you know it's not i i've done everything so i know everything now and you see a lot of these young doctors that they're so you can tell they're just uh, they're so close-minded and they've ne- barely even treated that many patients like they have no life experience and then you have mom on the complete opposite that's just like hungry for wanting to learn everything and become the best and find the truth in her own path and that's why she comes upon these things on herself and that's why she reverses stage four cancer because she has the ability to to be flexible with ideas that are far from her ideals mm-hmm. and those are my favorite people honestly that entertain things that they don't necessarily agree with right away Mm -hmm. I think you're a perfect example of that too it's not exactly like we see eye to eye on everything and we've gotten you know have these discussions about well that's not what I think but at the end of the day (laughs) we're still friends and we learn from each other and we make each other better yeah yeah exactly 
oh, I loved this. We need to do this more. And I know the audience is going to love it too. So thank you so much, Alana. Yes, uh, please try these tips out and DM me or let me know. I'm happy to give advice or any sort of questions you have. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys ask more questions, we'll have to do another one of these. Maybe we'll do just a full Q&A next time. Yes, to get have, some of these questions. I have a plethora of health hacks that you need to know about. <laughs> 